0: Alright, welcome to another episode. We made it Wisdom Podcast, Wisdom Channel. I'm super excited that you guys are here. Big shout out to my weebies. Uh, we have a new member here. Yeah. Yeah, that's her. That's her. Um Mom Mom Weebie. Um by the way, let me just inform them because they don't know. Um, we we very authentic. Like things we post, they're very authentic. Guys, we started you guys don't know like we we, we oh you guys know oh okay cool we're very authentic uh we refrain from editing so yeah um today i want to talk to you guys about something that has been heavy on my heart um after I've, i shot the first episode what it happened was i got this huge burden to talk about this topic okay And we will be reading from the book of Acts, chapter 9, verse 4, 5, and, yeah, just 4 and 5, okay? So, the scripture says, He fell to the ground and heard a voice say to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. I am Jesus. Whom you are persecuting, he replied. Alright, so let me first start by saying there are two types of people we tend to find in Christian circles most of the time. Okay, Um, if I don't look at the camera, just know I'm looking at my audience as well. Um, There are two types of people we tend to find, normally in churches, but I'd say particularly in the Christian space. And the first one, we get them from Genesis 1, verse 26, okay? These are people who are made in God's image, okay? And the second group, we find it from a quote by George, I think it's Carlton, if I'm not mistaken. Now, these people, they have made God in their image. Does that make sense? So instead of god defining them they define him instead of being used by god they use god and here we are find with an individual who was using his religion to push his own agenda and we see this because of what he was doing. Today, I want to talk to you guys about the church. I want to talk to you guys about a topic that I feel is so important, and that is the church. I will be talking about this for the next four weeks. And here's my title, okay? For the four weeks, like the sermon series. God Attends Church. God Attends Church. Now, today's topic, you know how we normally have like fashion police? Today, I want to talk about church police. Okay? People who think they can police the church like Saul. Alright? So here, we find Saul. At this point, he was still committed to his Jewish religion. And what had happened was he was going all over the um, area he was in. And he was killing the church. Okay? So whenever there was church, he'd be there. And he was killing the people who were attending church. Okay. Here's what I find interesting. I found this so interesting. I love this. The people who were at church, they knew about Saul. But they would wake up and still go to church. So they knew there was a killer in church. They knew that when they go to church, their probabilities of seeing tomorrow decreases, but they said we'll take the risk. Could it be we're missing something about church? Because nowadays we have to we have to get people to get comfortable to go to church. I remember there was a time I prayed and I said to God, God, may you please make like let's, it, it mustn't rain. Re- Okay. And the reason I was saying that it's because I wanted people to come to church because I know that people tend to come to church when it's not raining. And God was like, wrong prayer item, change for the change of hearts, because when they change their hearts, rain or no rain, clothes or no clothes, they will come to church. Could it be we have missed the value of church? These guys were prepared to... guys. So there was someone who left the house and said, "I might not make it tomorrow, but I'll end up in church." Oh, Woo! guys, I love Bible. I love Bible. And so we we we, we have we have soul going around to kill the church. Now every time there was church, there was soul. Okay, the modern day soul are not killing the church literally; they're killing it figuratively. So instead of hearing a prayer item, they're hearing a gossip item. Oh. I love my weebies. These guys, my crowd, these are weebies. I love you guys so much. Oh, you guys are giving me that oom. Like, people are hurting other people in the church. And it's... it's hmm, hmm, alright, alright. Let me not Let me not get ahead of myself. So, we... Another, another type of individual who's like a, who's like a church policeman... It's those individuals who say, why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? Why didn't you do this? And when you ask them, these guys are very critical of church. And when you ask them, they they thinking, they're helping. But if you bring a problem to me with no solution, you are part of the problem. All right. That's a topic for another day. That's a topic for another day. We are finding. Hmm, There's a quote in what you call in the world, the circular world. It's 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 called when someone is being a devil's advocate. So the intent of it is to basically say, "I'm trying to help you." Now, may I just suggest that there are some people in church who are trying to advocate for the devil. They think they're helping us, but in reality, they're killing us. They think they're boosting us, but the reality is, they are killing us. Because if you see a problem in the church, Tell me, come to me, tell me, and let's find the solution. All right? Hey, I almost forgot something, guys. There's another statement that really, really bothers me. Um, it says, people say, say this, okay? And I think this is a very devilish statement. Devil's advocate. It's a very deceitful statement. It says, you don't have to go to church to find God. All right? People say that. Now, depending on the intent, that statement can be biblically incorrect because yes, we can find God everywhere. He's an omnipresent God, but he has exclusiveness to his manifestations. And this is why he says, when two or three are gathered in my name, I shall be amongst them. So the God we find when there's a two and the three, we don't find when you are alone.
1: That makes sense,
0: right? So there's an exclusiveness we find. And in fact, in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to also show you what exactly should we be expecting when we have gathered so, Paul here, he's on a mission, he's about to go kill the church, and what then happens is Jesus decides to intervene and he says that no more, okay? This is, I'm putting a stop to this. And he gets to Saul, Saul was like, he was moving with his people and then he gets like a, there was a, there was a lighting, uh-huh. <laughs> there was lighting that blocked him from continuing with his journey. And he, he got to a point where he was like still. And Jesus spoke to him and he said, Saul, so, Saul, why do you persecute me? Listen to Saul's response. I think this was the moment where he transitioned from thinking he can define God to letting God define him. Okay. This is the question. Who are ah, you, Lord? Oh, I love this question so much. Who are you, Lord? I am convinced that every believer should ask this question each and every single day. The most important question you could ask yourself is, who are you, Lord? If you've watched episode one, you would remember uh, I spoke about eternal life and I said that um, this is eternal life to know you uh, as the only true God. That's John 17 verse 3 and as i examine the text i am starting to realize that the reason eternal life is knowing god or the reason knowing god is eternal life is because it takes eternity to know god to get to know god it is a forever thing and even then it's not enough mm-hmm. like like okay so we were made in god's image right makes sense so this means that Each and every single individual is carrying an image of God. So this means all the individuals who have ever existed on planet Earth, they were carrying an image of God. So we are living in a time where the image, where we've missed a certain part of the image of God, and there's an image of God that's being born right now as I speak. So we will never finish. No, In fact, there was a book I read. It says that it is an honor to think about God. I love that statement. Just to contemplate about who God. It is a privilege. The fact that you can think about God. It is a privilege. Ooh. And not only that. You know, I was teaching my youth. Um, when you read the Bible, when Jesus was on the cross. And he was he was dying and he was running out of breath and these were the last moments of his life. He was on the cross. He says a prayer point there, which when I read it, I was just like, and then he says, Father, forgive them. For they don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they don't know. (laughs) These (laughs) men who have spat on you, who have beaten, they don't they don't know what they these guys are experts, they knew they were killing him. And here's what I realized. When Jesus was saying they don't know what they're doing, it wasn't because they didn't know what they were doing. It's because they didn't know who they were doing it to. May, may I suggest that we will act in direct proportion to how we know him. How much you know God determines how confident you are in life. Ooh because once you, you start to notice how big he is, the smaller the problem becomes. Mm. You, hey. All right. All right. Let me let me not get ahead of myself. Stick around for episode next. I don't know what episode will that be. So stick around for episode next in this church series. Right. Let me conclude. Okay. It says, Who are you, Lord? And Jesus says that, I I am Jesus, the one you are persecuting. I am Jesus. Paul be persecuting the church, but Jesus says you be persecuting me. And the reason for that is Jesus identifies with the church. When Jesus sees himself, he sees the church, and when he sees the church, he sees himself. So let me just say, to the people who are trying to get people out of church, to the people who are saying things like you don't need to go to church to meet Jesus, to the people who have decreased the value of church, how you speak about church determines what you think about Christ. <clears throat> it's, that's, that's I cannot make it more plain than that. How you speak about the church What you think about the church How you react towards the church It is exactly the same How you would have reacted If you were sitting with Jesus Right here Because when you hurt the church Hurt Jesus Anyways So That's the foundation That's like That's like the foundation We We, we still gonna go Deeper Someone say deeper Deeper Oh you guys are soft man Someone say deeper Oh, yes. Alright, cool. So, make sure you see me in episode next. I don't know what episode next is. Wisdom Podcast. Peace, boys.